Welcome everybody to Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster, here today with another episode. Guys, I was recording an episode, right? And sorry I'm late. I had a debate tournament yesterday and I was too tired to record one. And I was live streaming this on Instagram and apparently the volume was working or something, at least for one of the people. So I just decided to end it. And here we are. Just on the regular podcast, so just a quick couple things. As always, leave a a good review or a a substantive review if you have any objections to what I say on here. Give us a five-star rating and help us continue to grow as a ministry. I hope that you guys are excited for the new material we are bringing to the show. First thing I'm going to talk about is arrogance and our criticism. Um. There is a well-known Christian apologist, James White, Dr. James White, who's associated with uh, Alpha and Omega Ministries and associates with Jeff Durbin and Apology, Apologia Studio. And he is no fan of Heart of the Matter, the ministry I'm associated with. Um, and for a few reasons. One, he's a Calvinist, the main, I guess you could say, Christian critic. Uh, criticism that Sean gives is uh, against the Calvinist view, which is basically the view of predestination, or uh, God predestined everything. Um, so he's not a fan for that reason. But one thing I've noticed, and I know you guys may say I'm a hypocrite on this, is that he is a very arrogant man. A very arrogant man. Now, I know I am a very arrogant person on this show. I know I am. I, I admit to this. But number one, he doesn't admit to this. And number two, he is more arrogant than I could ever dream to be. Now, he was criticizing Sean in one of his shows for using vulgar language. And it was a, there was much more added on to it. But this is one of the criticisms I noticed. He said he used vulgar language and criticized him for it. So right here, I have a bunch of verses. I'm only going to read one of them to you. That is against arrogance. 1 Samuel 2.3 clearly states, talk no no more so very profoundly, proudly, I should say. Let no arrogance come from your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. Very clear. Now, you could pull one or two uh, verses in the entire Bible that have a direct context to your words, to your speech, in, in terms of cuss words, to be more specific. Just a few. But in the Bible, there is much more problem with man's arrogance and thinking that they know everything. And this is something I've observed about Calvinism, which we will talk in more detail in a different episode. Because with Calvinists especially, they think that God selected them. They were elected to be Christians. Elected. Before time began. So this would mean that God knew, not only knew, which he did, that he was going to create people, but he knew who he was going to select to be his people. So subsequently... Christ didn't die for the sins of the world. He, did, he died for the sins of the elected. So they, 
the God of the Bible is limited to just the elected people. That does not sound like true mercy. That doesn't sound like a true loving God. Now, I'm not saying God didn't know. I God did know. But I don't think God moved around the bits and pieces of the world to fit a specific will of the elected. I think he has free will. If Calvinism is right, then free will simply cannot exist because God not only predestined the elected, he pre predestined everything. He made everything in a certain way to cause everything. That means he made sin happen. And he intended for it to happen. Which then, how can God regret creating man, which is in Scripture, uh, when he was about to destroy the earth with a flood? How can he regret creating man when he intended for sin to happen? I mean, if we're going to take Calvinism to its logical extreme, that, that's the logical extreme of it. It makes absolutely no sense. And then continuing on, that means he caused the death of billions of people. Because he predestined it. It's not that he already knew and gave us a free choice of it. He caused it. So the God of Calvinism is a God of murderous tendencies. Who doesn't care about death. Who doesn't care about sin, apparently. Only the sins of the elected. And Christ didn't pay for all. Because in Calvinism, Christ paid for the few. But Dr. White, in all his arrogance, not ignorance, he's a very smart man. Very qualified man. I, I could give him that all day. But in arrogance, did not see that there is something wrong with that. And if that is the God of the Bible, that is not a God I want to worship. But guess what? That is not the God of the Bible. They take a few verses... And stretch them out to their logical extreme to fit the Calvinist position. So they select verses to fit their arrogance. Selected arrogance, I'm going to name this episode. I just thought of a title. And again, we can all do this. We all do do this when reading scripture. And this is the issue with the idea of sola scriptura, scripture alone. Sola scriptura... If it's only scripture alone, then the vast majority of Christian history, they're not Christians, or they're not the right type of Christian. Because for the vast majority of Christian history, there was no set defined scripture that the common man had access to. So how does sola scriptura work then? It is by the Holy Spirit who discover faith in Jesus Christ. And again, only by faith in Christ's blood are you saved. Nothing more, nothing less. You can have different beliefs about the about the end times. You can have different beliefs about the makeup of God, how many gods there are, about the deity of Christ. 
You can have all those different beliefs. I would strongly disagree with you and argue with you about it. But in terms of what saves you, Christ, blood, and his alone. That is salvation. And that is freedom. We will see you here Wednesday here on Common Sense Christianity.